The Roots of African Theater, Ritual, and Morality in Pre-Colonial Period. Theater is one of the cultural elements that best exemplifies Africa. It is at the crossroads of the sacred and the profane, morality and the written word, of inner roots and external adjuncts. The product of accretion of diverse forms, it is rooted in Africa's traditions, while at the same time, it continues to assimilate foreign theatrical traditions, especially those of Europe. Long, long before cultural contact with Europe, Black Africa had its very own personal forms of dramatic expression. But in order to understand them, like most Spanish, all notions of theater as it's thought of in the American context, something dependent on text, on halls, on technology, and on box office returns. In this sense, African tradition has not handed down to us a specific theatrical system. Rather, it has handed down to us a series of functions, which themselves were modified under colonial influence, and which gradually moved away from their roots, though they were never eliminated completely. The term theater itself has a diverse, complex, contradictory, and even antagonistic connotations in Africa. As well, the study of dramatic phenomena involves diverse approaches. Even in the West, the word theater often denotes very different realities, and what is meant by theater in one country is not always the same as what it is meant in others. It would be unwise, therefore, to expect us in ancient Black Africa to expect to find in ancient Black Africa types of theatrical performances analogous to European forms, although connections to ancient Greek drama are regularly noted by researchers. Rather than referring to the cultural traditions of Europe, then it seems more sensible to look at the evolution of African culture from within its own unique dynamic and from within its own history. It is the function of society itself which is most directly dictates artistic expression in Africa, whose theater is rooted in myths, rites, and folk celebrations, which externalizes the beliefs, passions, and concepts that preoccupy any group. The fact is that early Africans never invented a generic term to designate these representations. They did not name their theater, rather they lived in. In their scheme of things, theater was taken for granted. Theatrical art in Africa, Therefore, it is very ancient, its origins lost in prehistory. Yet, it is part of every day in public places and at home. Everywhere, theatricality is evident. The slightest pretext often gives rise to complex theatrical events where music, dance, and verbal parody figure in equal parts. The African has always lived in close support with theater and theatrical, a performative to use a contemporary term term is an integral part of his or her identity. In this sense, early Africa offers an example of perfect harmony between theater and society. If one considers the genres and styles of theater in connection with the milieu in which they originated, one tries to ascertain the specific elements that gave rise to African theater, and if one studies these indigenous forms as such, it can be concluded that theater in Black Africa in ancient Black Africa can be clearly found in such elements as ritual gesture and communal celebrations by large rural publics where these forms first emerged, artistic forms that synthesize spectacle and the spoken word, rhythm and dance, 
forms that integrate many modes of expression. It is to rituals, dances, masquerades, storytelling, and folk celebrations, with all their theatrical elements thing, that one must look for such an African definition. The fact is that Africa is prodigiously rich in rituals of all kinds. Some are in wider vein and give rise to comic expression, but the great majority has their origins in religious expression and magic, intended as a discourse with supernatural forces. In order to channel them, control them, appease them, or honor them, and to ensure the survival and equilibrium of the community, rituals were, still are, shields defending the community against evil forces. Through gesture and actions believed to be endowed with supernatural powers, the ritual enables society to reaffirm, perpetuate, and commemorate aspects of existence and beliefs deemed essential for the community's physical, moral, and spiritual health. Such rituals are numerous and varied, going back to ancient times and elaborated differently by each of the continents more than 1,000 different ethnic groups. In this sense, each of these thousands of rituals constitutes the germ of a theatrical performance and its use of mass, dance, and incantation. While it is also true that ritual and theater are not the same thing, it is evident that theater of all the arts is one of the most apt to use the same elements as those found in ritual. It is for this reason that so many African researchers and practitioners put ritual at the symbol, at the center of both their reflection and their stage practice. Imbued with symbolic meanings and using a concrete language, rituals delineate spaces that are always seen as symbolic or mythic, places to come together, places for an exchange between the human and the divine, or between human and human. Created by master celebrants and shared with participants, spectators, such ritual ceremonies designate specific roles, often supernatural with actions and words rooted not in aesthetics, but in their efficacy as part of the whole performance construct. The root here is religion, in this case, animism, which permeates all activities and constitutes the basis for a whole network of customs. African thought is deep in animism, which places humanity at the center of its concerns. God in the African universe needs people in order to be fully realized. It is people by their sacrifices the cultural manifestations and their incantations to give the gods meaning. In this way, each human being, in conjunction with his or her ancestors, participates in divine creativity. Such activities are performed in ritual ceremonies by recreating and representing the Senegalese poet and philosopher Leopold Sedar Senghor, as pointed out, a mythic temporal dimension. Through artistic techniques utilizing mass, songs, poetry, and dance, in short, through theater. These are all the appropriate channels necessary to ensure communication with the divinities and to convey to them humanity's grievances and praises. It is through such performative elements that the myths and legends in which African civilization is based are examined, scrutinized, and reinterpreted. In such traditional ceremonies, for example, the mask is considered the material representation of the spiritual presence ensuring the presence of the ancestors of humanity. It can symbolize animals as well as humans. The mask, therefore, is a symbol, a sign which is not only used to erase the personality of the mirror, 
but also identifies the wearer with an ancestor or supernatural being. It can also enable the wearer to take in the appearance of a creature belonging to another species while still retaining ancestral connections. The mask, in this sense, tells a story as it seeks out a supernatural past or present that it both directs and decorates, participating in either the cohesion of the group or as an aggressor in a hostile situation. It should be noted, too, that the mask does not have to be simply something covering the face, but it can include garments which cover partially or even fully the wearer's body. Always displayed in motion, as dance, the dramatic function of masking is clear in all African communities. When connected to representations of God, masking always also almost inspires dance and music, elements of social integration, and the most characteristic elements of cultural life on the African continent. From the standpoint of space, it is also clear that in ancient Africa, no ritual act had been separate from the place where it was performed, or apart from the participants involved in it. Ritual space existed, therefore, only by virtue of the forces of the supernatural beings that men faced manifested themselves in it. It was never neutral, it was based on a particular socio-psychological conception concept of the world. Every ritual act made, and continues to make, reference to cosmic reality, and particularly to the space that represents the concentrated form of the infinite space of the universe. As a result, everything that is done, said, or performed in its train, invested with special energy. Virtual space is thus acquired the same enhanced value that is found in the platform stage and other parts of the world. In most African religions, the ritual expresses a need to communicate with supernatural forces, especially with the ancestors whose spirits go wrong. This need for exchange between the supplicant and the gods is expressed through offerings, sacrifices, entreaties, and prayers. The structure of ritual space, as marked off by the protagonist, always conveys the desire to bring together the celebrants and those who share the same preoccupations. A circle of participation participants is formed around the leader sorcerer, which allows them to take on a collective power of the group, giving him greater efficacy in the performance of his magic. The circular space itself expresses the desire to bring the participants together and to create between them a fusion, a true physical and psychological interpretation. It is in the attempt to have recreating a spatial form in which beliefs and collective conceptions can best be realized. Through this dramatic space, an attempt is made to replicate the conditions of ritual community where everything comes together. And, of course, in a space where spirits and human reinforce one another in a reciprocal fashion, in a space where sacred forces and supernatural beings manifest themselves, no arbitrary gesture can be tolerated. The power of this space itself then implies and explains the nature of the circle and determines the overall impact of the performance. Such ritual ceremonies are conducted by celebrants who must establish contact between the supernatural and the reality. Through them, 
there is an initiation of supernatural phenomena in the effort to make the celebrants one with such forces. These limitations involve movement, gesture, limitations involve movement, gesture, disguise, and dialogue with the divinities. There are masters of ceremonies as well as actions that take place according to the eight and Greek scenario, which itself respects certain ritual prescriptions. The principal objective of this central action is, obviously, the efficacy of the ritual. The artistic arrangement and acting are not completely foreign to it. The dance, for example, despite its religious origin, has not merely physical movement of the sacred nature. Ritual dancers are also creators of beauty insofar that they sterilize their stylize their bodies and Secular comic theater, arising mostly from folk celebrations, also existed and still exists in Africa, especially during harvest times and during family ceremonies. A collective entertainment, these performances' principal aims were to represent wars that are preserved in daily life. The setting was generally simple and was largely dependent upon the whims of the master of ceremonies and the events being celebrated. Including both men and women and intended for a large rural public, these performances vary from light entertainment to community satire and were characterized by virtuosity in areas such as mime, verbal skills, acrobatics, song, and dance. Still seen to on special occasions and performed by artists who are born into their caste and whose function is handed down from generation to generation. These local performances continue to be given for very large audiences. Performed in the same types of spaces as the rituals, such common performances are still primarily done as entertainment. As with ritual events, no admission is charged. Performed in public spaces or in courtyards, the shows are done with the audience standing in a circle around the actors. A tree might serve as a stand for props and costumes, as well as a backdrop. In certain religious ceremonies, the celebrants wear painted on their bodies the picture of a place or sometimes just a stylized design or separate representing a detail of a place. The dance often creates a moving death floor through the costumes or the lines made by the nature steps. The objects they wear or carry, and especially the colors of the accessories, branches, feathers, animal skins, constitute a decor endowed with special powers to transform the nature of a site. In such events, the artists themselves may be the artists themselves may the artists may themselves be the victim. Acting techniques in all these ritual or ritually related areas must obviously be mastered.